What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I'm Jeremy. And my name is Pam. Today, we're back with an episode in our Collecting Kelly series, which we haven't done in a very long time. I think the only reason why we're calling this a series is because this is the second time we've talked about it. So, so Se- it's officially second, second or third, second yeah. or third. We may so have, yeah. It's officially becoming a series, but yeah, we did this as one of our very, very first episodes of the podcast because we knew that a lot of our friends and fellow fans had these Kelly collections, especially when uh, Kelly was sort of at the apex of her career early on. Um, and it was fun to talk about some of the things that we collected then and the things that we have held on to now. And as the internet has spanned across, I should say the Kelly internet has spanned across the world. Uh, we're finding more and more fans who are major collectors of Kelly and Pam, I think we found one today. Yeah, we were looking for people who had like kind of one in a, one of a kind collections and we, we, one of our followers on Instagram, his name is Matt, we're going to speak with him shortly, has one of the, if not the most impressive Kelly collections I've ever seen. He has every single, every album you can think of in, from every country, every format, you know, CD, vinyl, cassette. He, it is absolutely insane, insanely cool. Yeah. I... I get so excited every time he posts something new on his account, and we're going to talk to him about it because I have so many questions. I'm fascinated by his collection. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, I've got, you know, all the copies of Breakaway or, you know, Thankful or whatever, you don't have probably what Matt has. No. I mean, he has got an impressive collection. I was scrolling through his Instagram before we started recording, and I thought... You know how like when you scroll through somebody's Instagram and you know you can see all the tiles and it sort of fills up the whole like yeah. screen of your phone. I was looking at it and he, he could fill every frame, every tile on my phone with a different copy of Thankful Alone. Yeah. And that is 3 6 9 12 15 different versions and then I can scroll and see more. So <laughs> I am excited cool. to talk to him about this because he, I mean, he has at least 20 different copies of just thankful and they're all in their own way, a little bit different. So, I mean, again, you thought you had all the Kelly CDs and all the Kelly music. Nope. You're not even close to Matt. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, Oh, I buy the vinyl in every color. Well, whoop de doo. That's nothing in yeah. comparison. That's easy. <laughs> that's easy. Um, so I am just so impressed and I'm so excited to, to talk to him, um, for us because we, we have so many questions and I'm just like, my mind's blown. So yeah, Pam, before we get going today with our collecting Kelly episode, we want to talk a little bit about the big news from the last few days. And that is Kelly Clarkson's hosting stint of this year's NFL honors. I had no idea what to expect. I was like, is this going to be bizarre? Because she's not really the sports ball person. And, you know, I mean, I know she's a fan now, but I yeah. mean, you know, in the general public, she's not known as like being like the big sports sure. fan. 
I had no idea what to expect, but I did have some good feelings um, because now that she's done the talk show for a couple of years, she's definitely grown into that like hosting role and become sure. a lot more comfortable. And it's not just it's not just like read off the teleprompter. Right. She's actually like chill and relax. So I I mean I was bored out of my mind because I don't care about football. I'm sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry I don't. But I enjoyed her moments for the most part. Um, I I actually really loved the monologue. It I didn't understand any of it, but it seemed like she was making fun of a lot of the players, and the audience really liked it. Like the physical audience that was there, like the players, the the coaches, whatever. They all seemed to kind of laugh with it. So I'm like, okay, she did well. Yeah, there. It's sort of a tradition for the host of the NFL honors. I mean, they kind of roast the teams a bit. And certain players as well. I mean, yes, I liked the monologue. It was a little weird to see Kelly kind of taking shots at people because that's it was so fun. It, though. I, mean, it was, I loved it. Was it was fun, but it was just so out of character for her because she is always so complimentary and she always lifts people up, especially you know when they come on the show. So to see her, you know, taking jabs at people, and and maybe it's because. I'm too close to it with being too big of a fan, but it seemed very strange to me to watch her make fun of these players in a game and a league where I know good and well she has a very limited knowledge about. And that's true. And so to see her making fun of the fact that, you know, the 49ers, you know, couldn't keep a quarterback healthy and that sort of thing, it was just like, what? universe am I in right now where Kelly Clarkson knows that the 49ers went through four quarterbacks this year well Trish is a really big 49ers she guy, is yes sure. and I and I so. I gave her like I figured that you know Trisha probably fed her a little bit of like you know Niners Nation and sort of you know some of the phrases like that but and obviously there was a team of writers that helped her out and and wrote a lot of the jokes because I don't suspect that she's going to have those jokes just you know, readily available, but just, it was a different look for our Kelly and I, uh, I enjoyed it. I did. It was a lot of fun. I think that the, some of the pre-tape stuff was really good. I thought that the bit that she did with Peyton Manning, uh, when she was yeah. doing the zoom call with him, I thought that was one of the funniest moments of the night, but it was also very, you know, scripted and prepared and edited. So, it works and Kelly certainly works well when she can be edited up. That's not to say that she can't do the on your feet live sort of stuff, but you can certainly tell that she's very different from live to tape. We also technically got her to sing or we didn't get her to sing. <laughs> we saw her sing rather. I was like, we didn't do anything. We saw her sing briefly. Um, you have to remind me who the player was, but she sort of sang since you've been gone. A little uh, rewrite of that it. was with Minnesota Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, sure. which was probably the highlight of the night. Because I mean, let's be honest, we got a little bit of a, a greatest hits package throughout the evening because yeah. there was also 49ers tight end George Kittle who sang "My Life Would Suck Without You." I mean, between Kelly's dress and the george which we, we will get into which we will get to and where they flashed up the underwear picture of tom brady at the end 
those were sort of two of the bigger viral moments of the night just because they were so funny. I mean, I guess I'm not calling her dress funny, but it was just, it was remarkable because it's, it's so out of character for what she normally wears and what even you would would probably see a female wearing at an award show. She went all oh, out yeah. and had fun with it. Yeah, there was another someone else sang another song. Was it Breakaway or was yes? Yeah, it was Breakaway. And I, and I it was Breakaway. The, the name of that player escapes me at the moment, but uh, yeah, that was another fun moment. So it was it was fun that we got to get some of Kelly's music sort of weaved into the show. I even liked the fact that Jason got to kind of step up to the mic a couple of times and you know yeah. sort of speak for the band and and sort of be the voice for the crowd, so to speak. So that was the, that was kind of a neat thing for him. Yeah, I was going to say it was so nice. Even it was it was very brief, but it was nice to see and hear Jason. It was in a completely different way for me to watch the show because I do watch the NFL totally. NFL honors every year, but I'm usually watching for the awards. I'm usually looking to see okay who wins offensive rookie of the year, who wins MVP, you know, who wins the Walter Payton Award. And this year, I was watching and paying attention to everything else but the awards. So I was listening to the band as they're playing their music in between sections. I'm obviously watching Kelly as she's doing the various hosting things. I think there was really only one award that I was even interested in. And after I watched that one, I was like, okay, I'm just going to fast forward through all the NFL player stuff and just get to the Kelly parts. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, her dress was a was a statement. Yes. I think that is what we can say. If you haven't seen it, it's all over her social media and it was just decked out cowboys. Like it looked like kinda was like a jer not a jer- kind of jersey-ish on top, but the bottom was like had different players' names on it and different like Yeah. It was just a lot. Yeah, they have a, a term for t shirt jerseys where they kind of call them shirtsies. This was like a this was like a dress Z where she had the the number 88 which is most identified with Michael Irvin from the Dallas Cowboys and then she had the player name plates all over the front of her jersey and then the back she had all the different numbers of very famous cowboy legends. I I think she did in fact at one point during the show gave a shout out to Candace for the dress. I actually thought that that was sort of just a bit dress for the monologue. I figured once she was, I thought she was going to change after that. And it was going to be one of those things where she changes every time she comes out and does kind of a, kind of a larger segment, but no, she, she rolled with that dress through the entirety of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then I guess we should talk about like a little bit of the, the elephant in the room, so to speak. There were very mixed reviews about her yeah. hosting um, on, especially on Twitter. I try not really to look at it much because, like, I don't know, it's not worth anyone's energy yelling at people on Twitter. Um, whatever, do what you want. But I, I think she's not the obvious host, the, the obvious pick for a an NFL thing. So yeah, a lot of the people who tune in, who are huge football fans, and they tune in. There's a good chance they may not be a Kelly fan. And yeah. this goes back to my statement. I'm sorry. That's why I'm like, I I never foresee a halftime show with her because <laughs> it's just not the right demo. I don't you even, know what I mean. I don't think it's necessarily the right demo. I just I I have other reasons that I'm I'm not quite ready to present as my argument as to why Kelly will probably not do the halftime show. 
I just okay. I just think that unfortunately, you know, the the NFL's audience is very broad. And, you know, the NFL caters to families. It caters it does cater in a, to an extent to women, definitely to kids and of course men and you're going to have a cross section of people who understand that it's entertainment. It's a, it's a goofy award show. There's really no reason for the NFL honors to even be on TV. I mean, and for years it wasn't, I mean, it's only been the last, I don't know, 10 years that the NFL honors has even been on TV, but it's just because the popularity of football is so incredible that they figure anything they do, they can put on TV and people will watch it. That's why there's an NFL network. That's why they put the scouting combine on TV and it's on for a weekend and people sit there all weekend and watch it. You're watching a bunch of, old college or ex-college guys doing drills like it's not compelling tv but people sit there and watch it and we've also learned that it's it's not super exciting to watch award shows i mean the the oscars and the golden well the oscars especially it is one of the most boring award shows to watch but we're also wrapped up in the entertainment of it all and the fact that we have rooting interests in movies that we watch it. Now, the Golden Globes is a little bit different because people get wasted and it's kind of funny by the end of the night. <laughs> but the NFL Honors is, you know, it's a it's a platform for guys who don't normally speak publicly. Yeah, they do interviews and they give the same soundbite over and over and over again. But these guys now have to come up and, you know, do award stuff and wear suits and tuxes. And it's just, it's awkward in and of itself. But the audience, I am not shocked at this at all. I didn't want to say anything about it leading up to it when we found out she was hosting. But there were going to yeah. be the NFL bros that, exactly. ju- that just hate everything, you know. And they, <laughs> they see a woman on TV talking about football being funny and they got to inject. Who, 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 is, who is claiming that she really doesn't know that much. <laughs> yeah, that's what sent them off was the fact that she admitted that she doesn't know a lot about football. You don't have to have a master's degree in football to host an award <laughs> show. My God, it's all on a teleprompter. Any Bastards. any yahoo can get up there and do it, but it takes a personality to make the show fun. And for yeah. for every you know Twitter warrior who was making fun of Kelly for any number of reasons while she was hosting the show, there were also people that I do not normally see that comment on Kelly herself giving her mad props, whether it be totally. for the dress, for her hosting ability, for her humor, just the fact that she was a woman hosting the NFL honors. I mean, there was the a first one ever. Yeah. There was a lot of good karma coming her direction via social media that night. But at the same time, I know it's very easy to get caught up on the douchebags that get out there and be like, blah, why is this chick on here? Hosting my football awards. I want a guy to do this next year who knows about football. We need a sound fight and just save that. We need to save that clip forever. Bob, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I, it's funny because when I was on Twitter that night, I just saw so many fans replying only to the mean tweets. I'm like, guys, just like let it go. Like, yeah. Don't don't, don't bother. Know. Because they're going to forget about it in, a, in about a day, and then life's going to go on. Yeah. And I think you know a lot of us aren't necessarily, necessarily even used to seeing all, all this like quote unquote negative talk because like if we see her on award shows, she's going to be singing. And yeah. We're in, I mean, we know she's incredible. And then like her talk show, most people who tune in are 
going to want to hear her, uh-huh. see her, whatever. So this was, again, just like a very new audience and a new crowd that was not really used to it. And it, they're not always going to be her fans. It's, she's coming into a new space. So yeah. you're always going to get people who are not the right, not the right, but the the, the typical demographic for her. You're just going to get sometimes random people. So mm-hmm. anyway, long story short, though. Aside from the show itself, because, like, I, again, I don't care about football, but I enjoyed her bits. I thought she did really well. I thought she had very charismatic energy. Um, and not that I'm, like, signing up for her to do it again, but I thought she nailed it. Yeah. And if she did it again, like, that'd be great. Yeah. I would watch it. Yeah. And I'd also like to give some props to the red carpet dress. Her, and you're going to have to remind me, it was the Gucci Ditas. Yes, Gucci Adidas. Yeah, th- it was it was long. It was it was nice. I liked it. Was it. Beautiful. It was sporty. It was sporty yet glam. Yeah, and we uh, we w- Pam and I we've mentioned this before on the show that we have sort of a, a group chat with a few friends of ours uh, who are all friends of the podcast, and one of our friends found the actual dress on the Gucci website that you can purchase yourself. So long as you don't need a car anytime soon, and because the, yep. the dress is seventeen thousand five hundred dollars, and I have yep. a feeling <laughs> that Candace probably added a bit of a train to that because the dress actually looked like it only went down to maybe the ankles or maybe to the floor. It looks like they added more train to that dress because there was a lot to it. In those instances, I wonder because, like, a lot of times when like celebrities do like red carpets and stuff, I. I think a lot of times, like, they're, they just borrow the dress. And, you know, then when you have your Ryan Seacrest of the world being like, oh, so who are you wearing tonight? And you you name drop the uh, yeah designer. So, like, I don't really know if they typically buy them. I don't know in this case. If they altered it, what does that mean? Are you, do you have to buy it? I don't know. No idea. I don't know. No idea. But it was it was a statement. They were – both dresses were, were – Definitely statements. She's like, I am feeling sporty, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go as big as I can. So, yeah. all in all, we love it. NFL honors was a lot of fun. It was definitely Kelly outside of, I think, her comfort zone. And I think that she did a great job for, for the material that she had. Yeah. And here's to maybe next year. I don't know. We'll see. Without further ado, we welcome Matt to the podcast. Hey, Matt. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet hey. you. <laughs> it is very nice to meet you. Matt, I'm honored to speak with you. You have the coolest collection of Kelly memorabilia ever. And I am fascinated. My mind is blown. And you're just doing the coolest thing right now. And I'm really excited for our listeners to hear about your collection. And um, if they haven't seen it yet, we'll give them... Well, first of all, what is your Instagram where you post all of your Kelly things? So if, if listeners hear this and want to follow along as we listen and look at your collection, could you let everyone know? Um, the account is called My Kelly Collection. And Perfect. if you want to subscribe, then do it, please. You should. <laughs> you should. And that's uh, his, his handle is my underscore Kelly underscore collection. So if you're looking for it on Instagram... That is where you can find Matt on Instagram. And we are so excited to talk to you today because, uh, you know, Pam and I have joked over the course of this podcast because every once in a while, the the things that we have that are Kelly related 
come up you know the mm-hmm. tour books and the the vinyls and the various variations and singles mm-hmm. and that sort of thing and there was a time when i thought you know i've got a i got a pretty impressive stack here i got a pretty impressive collection i don't want to brag I got three versions of Breakaway. I don't want to, you know, I mean, I got like, you know, the regular U.S. version. I got like the pre-release version. I got the Japanese version. And Good. I was I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh, look at you, Mr. Cool Guy, Mr. Cool Collector Guy. <laughs> and then I looked at your account after Pam sent it to me and she says, you got to see this. <laughs> I scroll on there and like one of the first things I see is this massive amount of the Thankful album. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking... Oh my God. Like yeah. I'm not even close. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm a little embarrassed right now. No, no, don't be. Don't oh be. Oh my God. No. We're, you impressed. Have, We're impressed. We are impressed. And everyone listening is probably going to be like, I wish I had this. It's yes. so, it's so cool. But before we get into like your history of collecting, we yes. would love to hear a little bit about your history as a Kelly fan, when yes. you started to become one, if you've ever seen her live and just your experience um, as a fan in Germany, because I don't know if we've spoken to anyone in Germany since we've been on the podcast. I don't think we have. So you might be our first, our first German Kelly fan. Oh, hey, thank you. Oh God, I'm so flattered right now. Yeah, <laughs> I started collecting seriously. I think about ten years ago, and the first one I, I knew Kelly was when she were on. I think it was World Idol. Mm-hmm. Back then, with um, I th- I thought Natural Woman, yeah, I think yes, and um, she was back then in Germany and and released Miss Independent a couple of months ago back then, and um, it wasn't really successful, I think, but um, yeah, I this was the first time I ever heard from Kelly, and I was so touched by her voice and her and her um, appearance and stuff like that, but I always thought okay on the world idol she wasn't kelly as we know her yeah because it was really i thought she was really um a big head back then really like arrogant and stuff like that wow <laughs> and, that's and so now, interesting it's, really, it's yeah it's when you look the the um the, the video back then it's really not that kelly that we know and love so i don't know what happened there back then but I, I thankfully it changed. Yeah. <laughs> so because well, you didn't you didn't have the uh you didn't have the luxury of watching American Idol no. and seeing her kind of her, giving her down home folksy approachable mm-hmm. girl next door vibes out. The first no. impression you get is after she's a winner and now yeah. she's got this confidence and she probably just looks like a singer who really knows what she wants and yes. and is very confident in her abilities. Yes. Yeah. No, we have uh, a similar program in, in Germany. It's called uh, Deutschland sucht den Superstar, also Germany search for the superstar. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I think American Idol was the first ever casting show in this whole thing, you mm-hmm. know? And then Pop Idol and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I mean, Kelly was then back releasing Miss Independent and she appeared on German TV magazines and um, I was like, oh, who is this girl? And then I read about that she won American Idol and she released Miss Independent and she had a hard time, of course, of her her weight back then. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, she's not 
fat or big at all. She's just like a normal girl. So, and I don't know, but something magic is in this name, Kelly Clarkson for me. So I fell in love instantly and I bought Thankful back then and Miss Independent and then so on, so on. And um, <laughs> <laughs> 2005 was the first time I saw her live uh, on the breakaway um, tour, or it's called Behind Hazel Eyes tour here in, in Germany. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I was so impressed by her and she were like so sweet and and funny. And I, I didn't remember it like her from the uh, world idol and i was really shocked when i saw what this is oh my god <laughs> <laughs> who is this girl this is the, <laughs> what <laughs> but um i was uh, fortunate enough back then to um listen to since you've been gone when it was released in the us and australia and not in the european market and oh, i didn't um, realize it was that um it came out that much later Yes, in Europe. Yes, oh. it was. Um, I think 2005, summer of 2005, they released "Since You've Been Gone" wow. here in, in Europe, and I was able to imported me the the single from um, Australia in 2004, end of 2004, I think, and I really kind of clicked to this song. It is amazing "Since You've Been Gone." It, how how so do you? <laughs> How do you get in touch with Australia back in 2004? Um, when I was younger, I was on eBay. I'm still on eBay. Uh -huh. But there was a seller from uh, Germany called Klanggeber. Um, and he imported CDs from the US, Australia, all over the world. And I was kind of like um, get in touch with him and was like, hey, I'm a Kelly Clarkson fan, but I know there's not much going on here in Germany. So I need CDs from Australia or something like that. And he had in his, in his um, collection <laughs> um, the Since You've Been Gone Australian single. And I was like, okay, I, I buy this from you. And it came to me and the first day I really listened to the song the whole day. My friends were annoyed. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. You have to hear this. This is so good. And I mean, it's like the best song ever. It's the best <laughs> song ever. And then came the Breakaway album. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my, oh, my best gosh. friend, uh, who's still my best friend um, to this day, is um, also falling in love with the song Since You've Been Gone. So I, I connected her with Kelly Clarkson. And I was so proud that she came to Germany and break everything. You know, like yeah. with, because of you, she was top um uh, on number one for the radio airplay charts yeah it was yeah. really uh, because of you was really huge here in germany i was like Whoa. i f i f i find we've spoken with some other kelly fans from mm -hmm. outside of the u.s okay who've all said because of you was a huge smash hit and yes. jeremy in the u.s it was extremely popular mm -hmm. but i don't think it was that big and i'm it's just always so cool to hear what resonates yeah. with certain audiences and yeah. uh because of you it's just something that is the song i keep on hearing that everywhere outside the u.s it was just yeah. like her biggest song ever yeah when i when i um talked to a, a friend of me yesterday i was like i have this interview today and i'm really excited and, so, and she said i don't know any kelly clarkson song i think like, yes you do when i said <laughs> you say, okay okay i do because of you. Oh, this is from Kelly Clarkson. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, you know a song. <laughs> yeah. So is she 
like I don't want to fast forward to today, but you know, I I know she hasn't been really outside of the U.S. much, probably like almost close to ten years now. Yeah, I think May, last I mean year was all I ever wanted. I was gonna say, is that the last yeah. time she came over to uh, Germany? I think so, and I'm not sure about the stronger tour or the tour okay. for the album stronger. Was it just like in the UK? I'm not sure about that. Uh, but I, I think all I ever wanted was some of the last performances here in Germany. Yeah. Wow, that was like almost 15 years ago. You guys are yeah. so overdue. <laughs> yeah. For a concert. I was wow. so I was so happy when she called to or when she said she'd doing a residency show in Las Vegas. Like a couple of years yeah. before Corona. And I'm yep. like, I have to get there. I want to see her alive. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. I did look up uh, the Stronger Tour. She did do some dates in Europe. She did uh, a show in London. Uh, and then she did some shows. Uh, I mean, it's primarily just the mm -hmm. Great Britain area. So yeah. she didn't even get into mainland Europe at all. Oh, so that's sad. Yeah. I, yeah, that's such a bummer. And I love the Stronger album. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. That being said, the fact that she hasn't really been there in almost 15 years, do you think – is she is she a household name in Germany at this point? No, not at all. I, I want to don't – I don't think so. Anyone recognized Kelly Clarkson by now here in Germany. Okay. She had some, like, heartbeat song was on the radio and stuff like that. But the newer songs don't really get much airplay here in Germany. No, wow. that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And I'm probably being obvious here, but obviously the Kelly Clarkson show doesn't make it to Germany. No. So, I mean, have you even been able to see any of the talk show? Um, via YouTube. Okay. Uh, just like uh, Instagram, like this little short ones. And she's so nice to the, to the um, guests and something like that. And amazing. Yeah. Like Kelly Oki. I yeah. mean, literally, she can sing everything. But no, we don't have the the opportunity to watch it over here. I always f forget that. Like, we were talking with someone in the UK. I, mm -hmm. I was talking with them on Instagram the other day. And they're like, yeah, I'm really excited for the uh, pink episode. So I have mm -hmm. to get my VPN working. I'm like, I don't even think of these things. I Oh, my goodness. We take it for granted. And I'm yeah. like, I feel yeah. so bad. But, oh, man. But <laughs> it's okay. That's, well, everything's okay. <laughs> But, I keep the Kelly Clarkson spirit up here in Germany. So. Yes, yes. I was. It's funny. You're. I feel like you're. You're probably like. Yeah. I like this like small singer. Like she's not that big. She's just like this like indie independent <laughs> artist. Her name's Kelly Clarkson. You may have heard of her. <laughs> I do a lot because um, I really like this singers or yeah, singers who don't get much attention here in Germany, like Delta Gudren, for starters. Um, she's the Australian singer. I don't know if you know her. Yeah, I'm not familiar so. with her. Okay. And there are a couple of names, and so is Kelly Clarkson. It's really sad because she has this amazing voice and amazing yeah. songs and great personality that she didn't really um, come to Germany often and the, the, um, the chance to perform here very often. So, yeah, I don't know. But maybe hope... it's because of her kids, because traveling from America to Germany yeah. is long and sure. Well, I, I hope she makes it back there soon, or at least you can come. And, hey, you know what, Vegas, 
Yes. Vegas might happen this summer. Who Maybe. knows? So Maybe. I hope you're able to make it make something happen because so. that's a very long time and you deserve to see her. Now, Matt, we um I, I'm I'm gonna be presumptive here. Have you listened to to many of the episodes of the podcast? Um unfortunately no. That's and that's fine. That's no that's fine. My first episode was um when you talked about her demo CD. Okay. Oh, like, that was okay. So you've listened to some. Okay. Some, <laughs> yeah. not everything, but some. Because That's okay. I, um, kind of um, covered you like two or three months ago. That's okay. okay. Great. That's oh, awesome. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Well, be, the reason I'm asking this question is: Have you heard of us talk about a particular incident that happened during Kelly Clarkson's career that is known in circles as Code Germany? No. No. Oh, Jeremy! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So, so now, Pam, you'll have to remind me because my my details get fuzzy. This was this was the All I Ever Wanted tour, correct? Yes. Yeah, so she was performing. I think it was was it uh, Save You? Yeah, I and think she was performing Save You for now, the All I, I Ever Wanted album. Now, before we get too far, Matt, did you see Kelly when she came to Germany on the All I Ever Wanted tour? No, no. Right okay, away, so you weren't at this time. show. Okay, so the the story goes, and we've heard this from, this was told to us directly from like band members, and we've also heard it uh, secondhand online, is that Kelly was in the middle of a concert, and she suddenly realized that she had to go to the bathroom, and it was a bathroom emergency. Yeah. And so she ran off stage in right at the end of a song. The band didn't know where she was going. They thought she had left. Thought she'd gotten mad and left. She really just needed to go to the bathroom. And so the band just starts playing a song because they, they they need her on stage to, to keep the show yeah. going. So yeah. they just start improvising. They start playing a completely different song. And she then, after a few minutes, comes back on stage, joins in on the song, and then everything goes off as usual. Well, they refer to this incident where she had to, a bathroom emergency in the middle of a show as a code Germany. <laughs> Maybe this is yeah. the reason you don't come over here. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? I, I read about it uh, a couple of years ago, and I totally forgot about it. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember if it was uh, if it was Anar or if it was Aben or or I think it was Aben. I think yeah. it was Aben. But then also, I think there's an interview that Kelly did with jimmy fallon a couple of years ago uh-huh. and she talks about code germany there as well yeah oh okay i have to so have to jeremy i did not know that's where you were going <laughs> <laughs> I, it was i mean when i knew that matt was from germany i was just like oh my gosh first of all we have to ask about code germany and i wanted to know if you were at that show because i mean what a get for the show that would have been It'd be like you were at the code germany show <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, so yeah. So you'll have to if you if you have any friends that saw her uh when she came through, basically the last time she came through, mm-hmm. uh you'll have to ask him about that because uh that is a uh that is a very famous story in and amongst Kelly fans and uh one that we get a laugh out of every time. Oh my god, it's I Oh, <laughs> I, oh god Imagine this when you're in this concert and Kelly's running away and you don't know what's happened. Oh yeah. There and there's there's a there's a YouTube video of it. There's a, there's oh. video of it out there. So I I, okay. I don't know. I can't remember what the video's called, but I um, can probably find it and we send can, it to you. Yeah, we can find it and send it to you. But yeah, it, I mean footage of this incident exists. <laughs> um so yeah, that's great. 
Um, okay, so let's get back to uh, to you and your collecting. So you obviously yeah. um, you have amassed quite a an impressive Kelly collection. When did you always collect a lot of CDs and and physical media of the artists that you really like, or was it particularly yeah. Kelly that you decided that you needed to grab up everything that was ever released? Um, years ago, I was a huge Britney Spears fan. I still uh-huh. I am, but not as big as back then. Sure. And um, when I started to earn my own money, I was like, okay, maybe some CDs I would like, like Australia or Japanese, because I thought back then, and I'm still thinking about that, um, the Japanese CDs are really good in the quality, and you also get tons of bonus stuff yes. like yeah. posters yes. or dvds and extra songs and stuff like that yeah so back then when i was in the kelly clarkson germany fan club <laughs> there oh was my a- god do you know do you know sarah um the name she ran it yeah that's her like username is like kcfc germany anyway, yeah. Go ahead. yeah 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 yeah, I yeah. Know great she's she's awesome shout out sarah she's amazing um and um there was, I don't know, one uh, particular user who was like, okay, I have everything about Kelly Clarkson and every stuff you can get, I have it. And I was like, oh, I want to see that. But he didn't send me pictures. And I was like, okay, so when you have everything, we will see. <laughs> <laughs> so the collection collection started there. But I was always um, some buying CDs from the um, artists I really like. And I wanted everything from every country and every DVD and stuff like that. So it was always me, you know. So do you know how many uh, CDs you have in your collection right now? And not for just sure. not just Kelly, but everybody. Oh, not just Kelly. Oh, yeah, everybody. Oh, uh, not much anymore. The, the the biggest part is really Kelly Clarkson, but I okay I think like fifty CDs from other artists because oh wow now yeah nowadays it's like everything's on this phone or digital yeah you know, so. yeah well and Matt you can probably yeah. see in my background I'm still a very big physical media collector so like I make having CDs part of my entire uh, aesthetic here so I I'm still a very big cd collector i, I bought a good. cd yesterday because why not yeah. um so yeah so so you you actually pared down your cd collection quite a bit but when it comes to kelly that's the one that you're really yes. focusing on yeah i do <laughs> oh my god awesome. so something that really just i don't even know how to explain this but how do you know what to look for because you have so many different versions of you know it's like uh, I don't know Canada with this track or Canada without that track. How on earth do you know what to look for, or is it all just by chance? Um, it depends. Sometimes I'm I'm also well, I like to be on this like Discogs. I don't know. I love Discogs. Yeah, yeah, it's really good, and they have this amazing opportunity to select something like okay, just show me the CDs from the US or from brazil or something like that and then there were thankful cities like i have three thankful cities from the u.s <laughs> and um, <laughs> what <laughs> i have three i have um, i love that the regular one then i have the club edition from bmg i think or bmg direct oh and, sure yeah yeah and columbia house distribution i think it's called yeah and then what <laughs> 
my and, mind is blown well, right now. This is so cool. And it's and the funny thing is, the only reason why you would know the difference is because of where the barcode usually is on the album. Yeah. The, the regular U.S. retail version is going to have your regular barcode on there. Yes. The B and then BMG and Columbia House used to print over the barcode yes. and they put their own special, yeah. like you know, BMG blah 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 blah. Yes. So you knew yes. like the, dif- the difference between the CDs you got from the record clubs versus yes. retail. Yeah. That and that would be the only difference of the entire album. That would be the only difference. I have to admit, I don't, I don't really get it sometimes which CD version I want or I. I search for because there is so much difference and you have to look so closely sometimes when i'm on ebay and there's like a breakaway cd i was like oh okay which version i, I just zoom in and i was like hmm, okay it could be it could be not i don't know but sometimes what's bothering me is the us edition has a, a, a edition which a diff with a different barcode and i was like how on earth are there so many barcodes for one CD? And that's bothering me. <laughs> I wonder yeah, if I it's... Like, okay, I have everything from Thankful. Now ship over to Breakaway. No, there's still break, uh, Thankful editions I don't have. And I was like, <sighs> sometimes it's really exhausting. <laughs> I, I, so it's like a lot of like studying, studying like what the differences are. Like it's... Um, I, I'm, I'm. It's, it's kind of like you're, tra- you're training your brain to see, like, w- you know, this is a little different. But like, say you were, you know, I don't know, like baseball cards. I know, like people like collect baseball cards or like sports memorabilia. Like, you have to pinpoint to know, like, what's authentic, what's accurate, what's yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's wow. There's, there's like, there's a, a science to this. Yeah, I will send you later on a picture from the Canadian editions I have. I have from Canadian editions. And on the first look, you will not think what's different. What is it? But it's so tiny. In the in the liner notes, there are manufactured by BMG or manufactured by Columbia House. Nothing wow. else is different. Just this. Yeah, that little <laughs> wow. bit of different and you printing have to on there. Really look. I have to really look closely to to make the difference. So, but it's yeah, it's it's just enjoying. You know, when I wake up and I look to my collection, I'm smiling. I'm so happy, and I was like, yeah, I I, I made it to myself, and this is really, I don't know. I'm so proud when I look to my collection, but it's also you can't explain to someone who isn't in collecting when I, yeah. when my friends ask me, Hey, what do you want for, for Christmas or what do you want for birthday? I was like, I want this breakaway CD, but not the particular one. I want this <laughs> one with the little and you know, but when I, when I explained it to someone, I was like, Oh, I give you the money. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I was going to say like, or like, here's the exact link. Just buy this exact one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I sent you the link. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And just to give everybody sort of a, a bit of context to it, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm scrolling through your feed, and yes. forgive me because I might I might you might have like a repeat or something on here. I don't know if you if you repeat um, different photos of the CDs, but yeah. I counted almost I think it's either 28 or 29 different versions of the Thankful Era. Like yeah. there's there's lots of different thankful versions, but you've also got some really rare sampler uh, singles that have like two or three songs on it, but they're all yeah. from the thankful album. Twenty yeah. twenty nine different versions, and that includes a cassette, 
plus some uh, some vinyl um, DJ copies. Yes. I mean, and then you then you have a, a picture of all the different copies of Breakaway that you have, and you just took all the discs out yeah. and showed off the discs. And there's like 17 or 18 different versions of that from the Breakaway era. Again, there's a couple of samplers in there. But still, like when I told I, you now, Jeremy, sorry for interrupt you. No, you're fine. Now, this picture is old. It's from November, and now <laughs> I got thirty different editions. Oh from my god! <laughs> so now, now that said, are, are do you have you figured it out by now that you're like okay, when an artist releases an album, I'm yes. pretty sure that there's going to be at least thirty different versions because I know that thirty different countries or you know there's there's like, you, do you almost have, like, a checklist of, like, okay, I need to find the American version. I need to find mm -hmm. the the UK version. I need to find the Australian version. I need to find the two Japanese variants. I need to find, mm -hmm. the, I mean, do you kind of have a checklist of what to look for when you're looking for the different variations of an album? Um, it kind of figured it out by, her, by themselves because I really like to collect the European edition because it's the easiest one for me. I go to the record store and buy it, and so I have the European or German one. So yeah, but for me, it's very important to get the US, the Canadian, Australia, and Japanese. These four I really like to have in my collection, and the yeah. other stuff like from Brazil or from South Africa or something like that. It's like oh, okay, there is this edition. Okay, I will buy them sooner or later. Yeah, but it's not like I have this particular checklist so i really like to have these five editions with the european one and that's it but like breakaway there is this um you in the america have the the brown hair edition yes and we got the, the blonde the, the blonde yeah yes. yeah so this is like okay you have i just collect them from australia and they have they got four different editions for breakaway so it was like Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> or Japanese. I'm really I don't know if you saw this on on my uh, Instagram account, but Thankful or Breakaway have in Japan three different editions. You posted it's, one today. Yeah, it's from Chinese. Oh, that was that was. Oh, yes. okay. I, I apologize. And, um, Breakaway, I got three different editions for uh, for Japanese and a promo edition from Japanese. So I also still got four editions for Thankful from Japan. So. <laughs> wow. this is just so cool because like i wouldn't even think to like i wouldn't even know which countries to even like mm -hmm. look for like i don't know which countries uh manufacture their own i don't versions. really i don't really um search for it particular but when i look on ebay or discords they show it to me like this is from malaysia and i was like oh okay and this is from thailand oh oh, oh wow. wow so it i kind of like okay maybe then I just buy them from Thailand. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But man, this yeah. is so cool. I remember <laughs> when we first started the podcast, we were we yeah. were just a couple of months in. And yeah. I don't know, it may have even been our first episode of Collecting Kelly that we did. Pam and I got to talking about the greatest hits album. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. I said, you know, yeah, I've got I've got both versions. I've got the US version and then I've got the European version, which the track listing is completely mm -hmm. changed. It's they like add, the blue, yeah, they the added blue a bunch. cover and the brown color, the yeah. brown one. Yeah, like so the European version is the the brown cover and it's mm -hmm. uh it's got a bunch of extra songs. I mean, it's it's a must have if you're, you know, yeah. a, a true quote unquote true Kelly collector cuz it's two yeah. different versions of the greatest hits. And then yeah. Pam blew my mind one day. She was like, "Yeah, but do you have the pink one?" 
And I go, what do you mean the pink one? She goes, there's a, there's a pink cover variation. And I'm like, yeah. I've oh, never heard of this. And yeah. And so she shows it to me and I'm like, my mind is blown because I'm like, that's a third <laughs> cover variant. So I'm like, I have to have it. So now I'm sitting here thinking I'm hot shit. And I'm like, oh, I got, I have three, I got three versions of the greatest hits. No big deal. Fast forward to a few days ago, I get on Matt's Instagram, eight versions of the greatest <laughs> eight? hits, eight versions of the greatest yes. hits, including my three paltry versions that I have. I need to see this. <laughs> eight uh, versions? Yeah. It's, it's a post from November of last year. It's, it's amongst yes. like some, like the first 10 posts oh my God, that he I made. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I just counting like how many I have now. So just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> now how many do I have? Oh man. Oh my gosh. This is this is gonna be such a humbling conversation with him because <laughs> I know. Not, like not he so should much. be doing the this not podcast. It's like only ten copies of this. What? Only. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> there are still I don't know, if you look on Discord, they have got a cup, I think they have got twenty or twenty five different editions. So I was what? like, yeah, 10, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So this is why you work. You work so you can buy your Kelly collection. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. I love that. I okay. Love that. So, so now we have to ask the question, do you know your number? I mean, do you know your total number of Kelly physical CDs that you own? Or, or I should say even, I mean, physical media because you've got cassettes, you've got vinyl. Do you know your number? No, not exactly, but I think approximately like 400. Oh, oh my God. God, that's so cool. Well, when you and have like 20, 20 versions, yeah, we have 20 versions of every album, plus you throw in singles and samplers and all that. Oh my God. When I gosh. told you from Never Again, the single, Never Again, yeah. I have a total of 21 copies. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I thought I was cool for having the one. <laughs> the one. Wow, uh, yeah, that's I, I fascinating. When somebody uh, hear this, he will think I'm crazy. <laughs> no. Well, let I, them again, think I'm you're impressed. crazy, but that's their problem. We're I'm impressed. impressed. I, we uh, are I'm impressed. Super. We're impressed. Now, I, I, another question is, okay, it's, it's a Saturday. You're, you're home, you're relaxing. I'm going to go on eBay or wherever. Do you have like, do you just check every album and every song that day to see what's new? Yes. Wow. That's... <laughs> you know, I think this, um, I'm, this entire episode is just me saying, wow. <laughs> you can call that the wow episode. <laughs> yeah. The wow. The wow. Um, I'm t- uh, for now, I really kind of um, collecting the breakaway stuff. So I'm just looking particular for breakaway stuff. Yeah. And um, when you go to eBay or when you go on eBay, I was um, looking for like Kelly Clarkson promo and then something pops off and I was like, hmm. and sometimes I get this feeling nowadays that the promos are don't really official anymore. Like um, there are some remix CDs or like CDs with remixes from Brazil and I don't really know if this is official or not, but I just don't like to have unofficial stuff in my collection. So I totally agree. Totally agree. Jeremy, Jeremy, you can probably speak about that working in in radio. Are you getting as many physical uh, CDs anymore or it's mainly like digital? We rarely 
get physical copies anymore. Um, you know, it's, I mean, we were getting some, some Kelly ones for a while. Uh, but I mean, for just about every artist, I mean, it, it's very rare anymore that we get physical copies. And, and I used to be the same way. Um, before I was really into Kelly, I was very into um, the Dave Matthews band here in the U S and I loved to seek out the imports because a lot of times they didn't sell singles, uh, individual song singles here in the U S you had to look elsewhere like mm-hmm. Austria or Australia or, you know, for, yeah. for the imports for those like cardboard sleeve imports. Mm-hmm. And you always had to go to like that really cool, you know, sort of indie record store to find that kind of stuff. Whereas I think those are a little more readily available in, in Europe. Am I, am I correct about that, Matt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So you, you, you don't find them as much here in the U S and I will say that, you know, it's being in the industry. It's helped me track down a couple of the radio, uh, CD thing because they used to send us CD singles and mm-hmm. sometimes they had artwork associated with them. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they would be in the regular plastic jewel cases. Sometimes they would be in the plastic sleeves, mm-hmm. but probably since the last, I mean, gosh, seven, eight years, everything has come in on uh, wave files or something to that effect yeah. because now the record labels can more tightly control songs to make sure that they don't leak out early i mean one of the part of one of the reasons why albums used to leak in like the early 2000s aside from the theft from the factories was radio stations were getting albums crazy early and djs were burning them off and then putting them online and because i remember to this day i still remember i got breakaway two weeks early from the release date and i had and the only reason and you probably would appreciate this matt uh, the reason why you can tell if you get a promotional copy that's sent to a radio station or to a club maybe is that in some way, shape, or form, they will puncture or they will um, they will they'll sharpie out or something. They'll sharpie out the UPC code, the barcode on there. They'll do something to to yeah. change it up. And mm-hmm. with my my one of my copies of the breakaway that I have, there is a giant hole punch yeah. mm-hmm. through the UPC code so that you can't resell it they they, yeah. they were worried about you reselling the album versus just burning the cd off because i remember there was there there used to be a website um and i forget the the guy's name that used to run it it was like ultimate kc galleries or something like that oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he had great high-res scans of kelly photos and like in the early 2000s when everybody was looking for uh for high quality pictures of kelly i mean his was one of the websites that we went to and so I was a big fan of his website. And so when I got the breakaway album, I made high res scans of the entire album artwork, the booklet, CD, everything. And I sent him to him and he was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And he did this whole big, like exclusive. We've got the first look at the breakaway album. And he had it like a week before it came out. That doesn't happen anymore. Like we don't get advanced copies. I mean, anymore, you know, there's sometimes when the, the record representatives from the labels will come and visit the radio stations to let radio stations listen to new singles. They won't even let them have the MP3 itself. They will make them listen on an iPad that they've brought with them. They'll hand them the headphones and be like, that's all you even get to touch. You don't even get to see the screen of the iPad. So record labels have learned how to lock it down a lot more when it comes to single releases. So we don't get the physical media like we used to, which is unfortunate for collectors like me and, and Matt, because those, those radio uh, singles, which I know you've got several of uh, mm-hmm. were really, really highly coveted. And like one of my 
my collection is nothing like Matt's, so I'm not sitting here trying to brag, but like I have a couple of things that are relatively rare. Like I have a a sampler from Wrapped in Red that was only given to radio stations. I have the the actual like physical sober single. Of course, here goes Matt. He like leaves. The, he just he's left. Like, he Do got I up have this? He, I have to go he, look. He put his hand. He's put his hand up to his mouth. He's like, huh? And then he got up and just left our chat. <laughs> so he's he's off to look for it. I, and I can hear him in the background. Um, yeah. But you know, like I have that wrapped in red sampler. I have the yeah the sober. Is that the sober single? He has sober. He yeah, has sober. Yeah, he has sober. That's I mean that's. I, like, I, I have two samplers. Do you have one of these? Yeah, it says holiday sampler at the very bottom yeah. underneath the word yeah. red. Yeah. Yes. And it oh, and it's okay. got like seven songs on it. Um yeah, five. Yeah. Yeah, five. five. And this one has six. Like the, okay. the I think Of course you've got two different versions. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, oh, thought I was a unicorn. Now I'm just a regular horse. I mean No, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but when you work on radio, can you please Answer me some question. Like, of course, in Discogs, there's some singles, uh, like from the Meaning of Life um, era, uh-huh. like Love So Soft and Meaning of Life, and there are promo CDs for it listed, but don't add, know any pictures. So, is it is there are really promo singles for radio from the Meaning of Life era? I have not seen any. I mean, I've seen an I've I've seen an official like single for Love So Soft. Oh, okay. I, I don't I don't recall seeing mm-hmm. something for anything else. Of course, they only they didn't release very many singles. You had something. Pam? I actually yeah, I actually have a way we can maybe find this out. We have a someone that follows our podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name drop them in case they don't want to be yeah. publicly known, but they are a huge fan of Kelly's, but also happen to work for Atlantic. Oh, OK, so mm-hmm. I will f- inquire for you and see if those are real. I will let you. Yeah, know. I'm interested in that because they don't sell anything and they don't send me pictures of it. So this is like really freaking me out because I just wanted to know if this is real or not. Yeah. And this yeah. is really, really hard when you look for promo CDs or radio promos and you don't know if this is real or not. For example, like there's on eBay a cassette from Thankful from India, a promo tape from India, Thankful. And it goes like for, I think, a hundred bucks. And I was like, is this real? I don't Yeah, you don't want to spend the yeah. money if yeah. it's going to be fake. Yeah, I'm have a I have a um, friend on Instagram who's also a Kelly Clarkson collector. Maybe you have seen him. Is it Jonas? Yes. Yeah, we, exactly. We Thank were you. we we were actually we actually had reached out oh. to have both of you on. Oh, okay. He was unavailable, so. Oh, that's sad. But I was like, you guys have the coolest collections, the two of <laughs> he, you. He has he he has stuff I really like to have, like, for example, the Mr. Know-It-All country promo CD. I was like, I'm going to die for it. (laughs) You know, I give you, I don't know what you want. I give you everything, but no, it's okay. (laughs) Did the the two of you know each other prior to Instagram and seeing that you had collected things? I, I had a Kelly Clarkson collection site on Instagram like a couple of years ago. And oh. I think Jonas was one of the the followers I had, and he and I got in touch there, 
and he got me the Never Again Chinese promo edition because he got he's from Asia, uh, yeah. Asian country, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he got some sites for the Taiwanese edition or something like that, and he really sent me the Chinese promo edition and was like, "Oh, thank you so much. It's really cool of you." <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. It's yeah. it's that's so cool that you met someone yeah. with your exact same hobby online. Yeah. That's I love that. Good for you. Yeah, so I, I cool. also, when he got something from Europe or he wants something from you, I would buy him for it and send him to yeah. him. But That's awesome. For so, now, so. so you sort of started to, to go down that road a little bit when you were talking about the things that you were looking for. I mean, like yeah. what's, what's the hardest particular piece to find? I mean, is there something out there that you know exists, yeah. but you can't seem to find it? Because for me, for the longest time, and again, I'm nowhere mm -hmm. near your caliber, but for me... Mm -hmm. It was the uh, the Walmart wrapped in red edition that had the DVD of the Christmas special on it. And oh, Pam, really? being being the incredible friend that she is, got it for me for Christmas. Uh, oh. She was able to, to track it down because because I because I just I never shop at Walmart. I, I never go oh. there. So I in the short span of time that it was available, I didn't pick it up. Of course, Pam yeah, always has it on hand. Like she always has it within reach. It's just right here. It's just because I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's right here. Do you have this? I'm sure you do. Of course, <laughs> of course he does. Of course, you do. of course he does. Oh my god, this is not exciting. So, so no, I mean, okay. is is there something out there that you have been really searching for for a long time, or is just yeah. you found to be very hard to get? Yeah, there are some um, promo editions for the country radio, like Mister Know It All yeah. or Don't Rush. Don't Rush is really uh... hard to get. So it's like the holy grail for me. And <laughs> <laughs> there are some promo editions from Asia or Japanese or something like that, which is really hard to get. But the thing I search the most for is the, the cassette edition from Miss Independent from UK. It's oh. nothing available. It's so rare. And when I get them, I don't know if it costs, for example, $200, I would buy them because I really want it. <laughs> do, you, do you know, stupid question, do you know it exists? I know it exists. Okay. I know it for sure, but you don't get it anywhere. I'm yeah. just, just looking around and it's nothing. So do you, get, do you get excited when you see that, like, you know, we got after a year of it being out, we finally got a vinyl version of when Christmas comes around. And then of course there's multiple variants of that. And, yeah. you know, especially now that we know that this is going to be a year with a new album, um, you know, do you get excited knowing that, okay, here's a whole new album to, to try to grab all the copies of, do you get, does that excite you knowing that there's yeah. going to be all this new material out there? Yeah. Um, I'm really excited, but not so much anymore as when I was back then, like for my December area or something like that, because I have, when Christmas comes around or the karaoke EP, there aren't any um, editions to collect. I have, I think, three um, CD editions from when Christmas come around, like the European edition, the Target edition, and the, I think from the Kelly shop, the deluxe edition with the autograph. Right, autograph. right. And then I had got the three vinyl editions, the black one, the white one, and the gold one. So right. and that's it. There is no Australian edition, I think. I don't know. Is uh, there sorry to interrupt? Is there um do there when it comes to Christmas albums like Wrapped in Red, When Christmas Comes Around, are there the same amount of different variations out there, or do they just all kind of blend in with like the US version? 
Um, Wrapped in Red was released in 2013, and there were so many different editions. Like, for example, there were Australian editions and a Brazil edition and something like that. I, I got a Taiwanese edition. I got the Japanese edition. So I really got, I think, 10 or 11 CDs from Wrapped in Red editions. Uh-huh. But for when Christmas comes around, for example, or karaoke, there are only three editions. So... It's, Makes it easy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's easy, but it's also sad that the record companies or the, the artists don't get many releases out yeah. there and you don't have to collect them anymore. So the, the really golden era of collecting was just like, uh, I think, till piece by piece. So and yeah. then it dropped. So I really don't. I have the, the last promo edition single from, uh, from Kelly album. I got like uh, piece by piece. So, and then I don't have any promo editions anymore because they weren't released. And I was so happy when um, Sri released a single with uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. yeah. On vinyl and tape and CD. So this was really happy for me, but this is really sad that they are like decreased the promo editions. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a bummer. I never really thought about that. Yeah. So now we also noticed in in sort of your, your videos as you kind of thumb through your collection, especially like the video that you have where you're going through all your different vinyls that you have. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you keep all of them uh pristine so like you don't even take them out of the wrapping because I noticed that it looked like a lot of your vinyls are still sealed and yeah. if you if that is what you do, do mm-hmm. you have an additional copy that you will actually like take out and listen to, or do you just do like MP3s and like you're like yeah. I know what's on the album. I don't need to put it yeah. on my record player or in my CD player. I yeah. know what's on there, and so you yeah. keep everything sealed. Um, I started to get everything sealed, um, and when I want to listen to it, I just really go on digital platforms. Yeah, so, yeah, and Discogs is really cool because sometimes. Um, they load up the, the pictures so I can watch the pictures online yeah. and I don't have to unwrap my uh, copies for that. So sure. Yeah. It changed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Cause like yeah. I do that with, um, cause like I bought Kelly's book, her kids books when she put those out and I bought both of the first editions that were signed by her. But then I also, I wanted a copy that I could actually read to and with my son when he was yeah. a very little kid And so I bought like what I call the dirty copy and the clean copy. The clean copy is the signed version that gets Mm -hmm. put on a shelf and gets protected. But the dirty copy is the copy that's in his room that he can, you know, drag out and tear the front cover and, you know, play with all he wants. Um, So because like I I just I was wondering if like if you did that with your with your albums and your CDs as well, like where you have like, okay, this is the listening copy, but this is the you know, the collected copy that stays wrapped. But you, like you said, you do just the the digital versions, which completely makes sense. Yeah. Um, it depends. When I get um, stuff from Discogs or eBay, they usually are open or like a dirty copy, if you call it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's not, so it's not possible for me to seal it again. So it's, sure. it's, it's used. So, but when I um, get like from the official official store or something, they really get um, the, the the clean ones out there. So I, I just bought it and then I get them and uh, do it in my um, collection or in my vinyl case, so they are protected in the original seal. Yeah, awesome. Which is, I mean, like 
I anticipate you don't plan on selling this, but like in the event you ever wanted to, having it sealed makes it way more valuable. So I was surprised back then when I was on Instagram for two years ago with the other account from Kelly Clarkson, and I posted the uh, wrapped in red um, vinyl in mint green. Like the green. Yes, that's so rare. It's yeah. so exactly. rare. And someone write, wrote to me like, I'm so excited for this vinyl and I don't even find it anymore. And I was like, is this rare? I don't. I, yes. I really don't know if this is rare or not. So I think, like, yeah, it's so rare. You have to look up on eBay. And I did. And they went there for like $200. And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's just a vinyl in min in green. I think they green. only created, I want to say maybe 500 of them and that's it. And they only, only did it once. So, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. No. So it's, it, it's exactly. So it's, it's, uh, it's a rare gem. Yeah. It's a rare gem. I, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of that because sometimes I get this feeling, okay, when Kelly Clarkson is putting something out or is on the web shop, you can get it like, forever so yeah. like the, the um autograph edition from when christmas comes around it was released like i think 2020 2019 21 i don't know exactly yeah. <laughs> and you still get it from the web store so i'm not like oh this is super rare i have to buy it now but yeah maybe I should buy it now. <laughs> I, I only am. I only am when it's um, a certain color because the color ones people get so excited over, and they usually will only do a certain number. Um, like this new, um, when Chris, uh, no, Meaning of Life that they just that's like the uh, clear version. Yeah. You know, I ordered it right away, but they were like, "We have a limited amount." But I'm like, "Can you tell us how many?" Mm-hmm. It's. I was like, yeah, I wish they did. But then you look at Breakaway, for example, which was Urban at the Urban mm-hmm. Outfitters version. Yes, that was only two thousand copies, I think. That oh, really? Made. Oh, I yeah. Know. So that's Breakaway and the Green wrapped in red are the two really rare ones that I'm aware of. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was like, okay, I saw this, I buy that, and that's okay for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like very difficult to find, or they're just so expensive. Oh, yeah. So. I I never got the green copy of Wrapped in Red, but I'm also not a huge vinyl mm-hmm. variant collector. So I mean, yeah. I just have the red version. I don't need the green version. But I I'm I'm stoked to know that I at least got the the vinyl breakaway in time before that was yeah. uh, became yeah. difficult to find. This is the same um, thinking for me for the new Meaning of Life vinyl in this clear edition. Yeah. I really don't know if I w- wanted to buy it because... What? I, I don't... I, you know, it's just like... You're going to buy it. You're going to buy it. Baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, I was like, okay, it's a, just another clear vinyl. It's okay. I have the gold edition. I have the black edition. But this has got the the seventy fifth anniversary yeah, of Atlantic yeah. Records I, logo on it. Buy it you're gonna, you're going. You <laughs> yeah. can't resist. Right after that. this interview, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, it has been so fun talking with you today about your uh, Kelly Thank collection, you so much which, for the of course, and, and like I said, and and I, I know Pam agrees. We're impressed. I mean, this is so impressed and so and, cool. and you're just scratching the surface. You know, you, you kind of restarted your, your Instagram presence back in November and mm-hmm. it looks like you're sort of slowly making your way through your collection and posting the photos and stuff of it. So it's going to be really fun to watch all of these different versions of the different releases 
uh, show up on your uh, on your feed again. If you want to follow Matt on Instagram, he's at my underscore Kelly underscore collection. Highly recommend you give him a follow. Yeah, it's so cool. It is the coolest thing ever. And I love it. And I'm just I am so impressed. I mean, I didn't even realize that now suddenly I'm jealous because I know I need to get the breakaway version that has the red and blue uh, squares on the disc. And then I need to get the version that has the green and black squares on the disc. And the, this is so, oh my God, I was it's so surprised. So was, random. Yeah. It's like, why is it green? Yeah. Why? I didn't know that existed. That's <laughs> so cool. I opened the video. I was like, what? And I wrote <laughs> Jonas, do you have this one too? Is your copy also green? And it's like, no, it's orange. Like, Why is my <laughs> Another rare gem. Oh, I exactly. love it. Maybe. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you, Matt. You. Thank you so much for the opportunity and um, have spent time with me. It was really a pleasure for me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to Matt for joining us today for our Collecting Kelly episode. He has such an impressive collection and i just really admire the dedication that goes into that look collecting can be very very addicting and once you are like in the thick of it you cannot stop so i understand where he's coming from i you know i'm gonna just be humble here with my little tiny collection that i'm happy with and and i'm not gonna brag about it anymore because i am nowhere near the same league that uh matt and uh our other friend jonas is in for that matter uh not even close uh especially when it comes to uh physical media i mean i'm i've been very fortunate to pick up some cool trinkets along the way but uh as far as like physical media man i mean they are the uh the kings uh of the world when it comes to kelly physical media yeah so if you haven't already we definitely recommend go follow matt on instagram at my underscore kelly underscore collection you will not regret it at all he posts the coolest things pretty much every day you never know what's going to pop up so definitely do that um as always you can find us on all the social media platforms instagram facebook and twitter at miss into podcast if you listen on the spotify app please consider leaving us a rating there and if you listen on apple you can also leave us a rating and review we will be back next week with a brand new episode so until then have a great week guys and happy valentine's day everybody Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Or as Kelly used to say, happy Singles Awareness Day to those celebrating. (laughs) Okay, bye. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to missindiepodcast at gmail.com. 